This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. George Carlin said that inside every cynic is a disappointed idealist. And I think that's really very true. Uh, I tend to be more idealistic in my thinking, and if you do as well, then you probably find that you have a natural tendency to pull toward cynicism. Now, first of all, you know, what am I talking about? What does it really mean to be cynical? We use that word, we toss it around. And of course, I'm not using it to refer to, um, you know, the technical cynics, uh, you know, which were the Greek philosophers. And their philosophy so much is what it's come to mean today, although, of course, it did stem from that Greek philosophy. But when we say that somebody is a cynic today, of course, we're saying that, uh, you know, they believe that in general, people are motivated by greed, by the desires, the lusts, the passions, the things that they want, rather than being altruistic, wanting to help other people, uh, being noble and honorable, right? And so, again, George Carlin says, you know, he jokes, inside every cynic is a disappointed idealist. And, um, you know, as with a lot of comedy, what makes it funny is that we we feel often that there's a grain of truth there, perhaps more than a grain, a kernel, <laughs> a seed of truth. Um, and I just want to say this, cynicism, which is what we're talking about today on the podcast, has never served me well, okay? Cynicism has never served me well, and unfortunately, I have to admit, I am a recovering cynic. Uh, and that's largely because I'm a recovering idealist, okay? So on the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, you know, what do we mean by idealism, okay? Idealism is, of course, the complete opposite of cynicism. It's this belief that everyone is uh, going to act truthfully, honestly. Uh, everyone is going to... Um, act in a, in, a, in a good and pleasant and right way. Um, considering others, considering their impact to the environment, considering everything, right? Being considerate people in general, uh, that's what the idealist would, would hope for and wants to believe that the world is. But here's the deal. The idealists and the cynics, they both have it wrong. If you're a pure idealist and you're believing that everyone is motivated by you know, noble ideas, and they have noble and right intentions, well, you'll very quickly find out there's a lot of people in this world who are trying to take advantage of other people. Okay, that's just that's just a fact, okay? But likewise, if you uh, move on to the other side of the spectrum and become a cynic, you also have to confront the fact that there are many people who are not motivated selfishly, but are actually acting altruistically. They're acting in a manner that benefits other people without considering uh, benefit to themselves necessarily. If nothing else, you have to admit that people are at least sometimes motivated by, by honorable intentions and, and that they have decent motivations behind the things that they're doing. So somewhere in the middle lies that middle way that the Buddhists talk about, right? So Buddhists, if you haven't heard this, they talk about the middle way. And there's often this example that's given that I think we can learn from, regardless of your religious background or your current practice. When Buddhists talk about the middle way, they often refer to a stringed instrument. 
And they note that if you have, <laughs> no pun intended with music, the note, okay. They note <laughs> that if you have the string too loose, uh, like on a guitar, for example, the string doesn't make the proper sound when you pluck it. But likewise, if you have that string too tight, it doesn't make the proper sound, the sound that is, that it is supposed to make. So where do we need to tighten that string? Well, it's within a, you know, somewhat small middle range, okay? Too loose, doesn't sound good. Too tight, doesn't sound good, or at least doesn't sound the way that that instrument is supposed to, to sound. Um, and I believe that this is true with our personal philosophy as well, that somewhere between idealism and cynicism, we need to come to a bit of a middle way in our understanding of people. Uh, I recently had to confront this. I found myself getting very frustrated, and I was venting to my wife that I didn't really care for people. If you ever had a vent like this, you know, you say, I just, I just don't like people. You know, people are just mean, they're rude, they're insensitive. <laughs> I mean, I just went off, you know. But I also was sure, um, due to my uh, studies and experiences, um, just due to the place that I'm at in life, I was very quick to bring myself down and I said, you know what, I want to amend or rather I want to correct what I'm saying here. What I really should be saying is that within this particular context, I don't care for how people are acting. And specifically, what I was frustrated with was my online business that I was building and we'd been ordering leads for some time and many of the people who are responding are burned out on scams. They're burned out on these illegitimate business opportunities. They're tired. And within that context, they're very skeptical. They're very cranky. They have very short fuses. And you know what? Rightly so. Because within that context, I think I would feel exactly the same way. So is it really the people that I don't care for? Or is it simply the way they're responding as a result of that context and that environment? A book that I've talked about many times here on the podcast because it kicked me back into reading, um, like really reading regularly, uh, daily. Uh, it's a book called Switch, How to Change Things When Change is Hard. I've mentioned it several times on here because it's it's been that impactful to me. One of the ideas within the book that I really like is that often what gets passed off as a people problem is an environment problem, or it could be a cultural problem or a contextual problem. But either way, whatever the case may be, very often what we pass off as a people problem is really a problem of context and environment. And what I mean by this is when we say, oh God, I just can't stand Dale. I mean, just hanging around Dale is just like the worst thing ever, right? You know, when we say that, we're like, oh my God, Susie is just the worst. Have you been around Susie? She is just terrible. Oh my gosh. When we fall into those negative patterns in, in talking about people, and, and we're really falling into cynicism a bit there, I think, when we do that, we negate the context and the environment. Because here's the deal, okay? Dale and Susie, I think those are the names I said, they're probably nice, somewhat decent people in another context. They probably have families. They could have kids. 
could be awesome moms and dads. They could be very involved in their community. They could work with nonprofits and, you know, volunteer at the hospital on weekends, right? Within a different context, they're probably pretty cool people. They're probably not as terrible as we want to label them and peg them, okay? So, you know, bearing that in mind, however, let, let's, let's quash this idea of idealism, okay? They might be a horrible person to work with. Within the work context, some people suck, okay? Within the context of constantly being barraged with text messages about, you know, scammy, spammy, illegitimate businesses, people tend to get cranky. Does that mean that they're awful, terrible people? No. It means that within that context, they're not awesome people, <laughs> okay? And that is a very important distinction, my friend, to label somebody, you know, to say that they're good or they're bad, okay? To say that they're an ideal person, or, you know, the complete opposite, whatever that is, is just not the way that the world really works. And so I would encourage you, if you're struggling with this, to find something of a middle way. It's really important. We have to deal with people. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I even say that like a cynic, I think, you know, we have to deal with people. No, we, we do deal with people. Okay, and it can be a pleasure to deal with people and it can be an awful experience dealing with them. It can be both, okay? And it largely has to do with that context and that environment. So we, you know, one of the things that my wife and I um, went through when we were fostering, um, you know, we were fostering this little girl. She came to us at about three and a half and she stayed with us for about three years um, until about six and a half or so, I believe. And... Um, two or three years. Now, now I'm questioning how long she stayed, but she stayed with us for several years and she was at a particular place in her development where um, we had to have some conversations about good people and bad people. Um, you know, kids often grow up with this initial black and white sort of high contrast view of people, that you have good guys and you have bad guys, right? Uh, because that's how all of the cartoons and things are, are geared. You know, they're geared towards, you have, you have good people, you have bad people, right? Like Batman's the hero, right? And, uh, you know, the Joker and the Riddler, they're all bad guys, okay? But is that really how the world is? Well, no, of course not. In fact, I mean, there's a lot of stuff with Batman that we can be like, he's not really a hero. In some ways, he's an anti-hero. He's a vigilante. He's going against the law. He's some rich, pampered little boy who's roaming the streets, deciding that he wants to do whatever he wants to do because he had a rough upbringing. Okay, there are, I mean, moral questions abound <laughs> with a character like Batman, right? So he's not just all good, but he's not just all bad either. And likewise, in, you know, recent times, literature, I think, has done a great job of humanizing the villain to say that these bad guys, quote unquote, okay, they're not entirely bad. Like they, they have had good, redeemable loving qualities in the past, okay? And labeling any human as good or bad, it's just never going to work because as a species, we are both. We are a mixed bag and within different contexts and at different times and depending on how hungry or frustrated or tired we are, is it not true? We're going to act like very different people.
So the encouragement and the challenge today for the podcast is to simply view people the way that they actually are, within that middle way. I would say don't be an idealist, but don't be a cynic either. Because there's really struggles on both ends of that spectrum, and the truth about people lies in the middle. Remember that what often seems like a people problem, what often seems like a problem with, you know, Mark um, or Sarah, is really not, uh, potentially not, it's potentially just a problem with that context, okay? And the context, of course, can be everything that I just mentioned. They could have had a bad morning or a bad week or a bad month. Okay, they could have somebody going through chemotherapy right now. Maybe their dog just died. Maybe they stepped in a puddle when they got out of their car and they just decided this was going to be a bad day. Maybe they haven't had their coffee yet. I could share a lot of examples, um, but I'll just share one sort of funny one as we wrap up today. I had a professor in college that um, everybody knew that you were not to take his class early in the morning because he was not the same professor. And I remember. My roommate didn't get this memo. I may have shared this story with you all before. And I, t- I took him at like 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It was his last class of the day. And my roommate took him like at 8 o'clock in the morning. And we both were talking about this professor. And it, it sounded like we were talking about a different human being. Because he was so not a morning person. And the way that my roommate was describing him, I was like, oh, he's not that way at all. He's fun. He's making jokes. He's personable. He's taking time to explain stuff completely different, okay? It was within a particular context. And that's the thing. We all exist within context. We don't exist independently of our environment and our mood and everything else. So please, you know, I would just really encourage you not to make the mistakes that I've made in leaning toward both ends of that spectrum, both extremes, idealism and cynicism. But find that middle way with people um, and understand how how critically important context really is. And as always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. I thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, I hope you'll subscribe and also share it with a friend. I'm Cody Ray Miller, and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you so much.